Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka, Barashi Jagdish and Ryan Huang. It is time now for The Bigger Picture. I don't think anyone has missed this. Oil prices are pushing multi-year highs. No doubt this is hitting our pockets and will continue to do so. And the recent OPEC Plus decision hasn't helped, has it, Ryan? It has not. So we've got a couple of reasons. You've got the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, of course, that has seen the boycotting of any Russian supplies. That's been pushing up prices to some extent. And also overnight, you had the OPEC Plus meeting. So they are sticking to their plan to gradually increase oil production. So no additional relief on top of that. So that's also to some extent pushing up prices. To get the bigger picture, let's get some t- thoughts from Heng Kun Hao. He is the Head of Markets Strategy for UOB. Morning, Kun Hao. How are you doing today? Morning, Ryan. And morning, Singapore. I'm good. I'm good. Kun Hao, glad to have you on. Now, you've been watching this very closely. What's your take on the OPEC decision and, of course, the overview on oil. We've been hoping, or at least some have been hoping, that they might add more supply to bring down prices. Why was that not the case? What considerations were they weighing? Indeed, um, well, it was a bit disappointing that OPEC kept it business as usual, as you say, to raise production as previously you know, scheduled at 400,000 barrels per day each month. They did not pump any more oil to try to cool down the market. Now, their statement was a very efficient one-pager, four paragraphs, zero mention of Ukraine. And basically, they even went further to highlight that markets are well-balanced and that you know, the recent volatility is a geopolitical development. So, so that's, you know, OPEC's stance is clear. That there's a few takeaways from this. First is, of course, OPEC is still doing business with Russia. In fact, the day before, there were news reports that say that President Putin has called you know, the various OPEC members to stress for the need to keep energy markets stable, in inverted mm-hmm. commas. Now, the other thing, I think, objectively, there are some concerns that the OPEC machinery is getting a bit dated and, and there's very little you know, so-called excess production capacity left beyond what's available in Saudi Arabia. So, so they may have difficulty ramping up production further. Right now, they are back to near pre-COVID production of about 30 million barrels a day. And, and, you know, in fact, they have been producing lesser than what they've said their quotas will do. And that is very evident in the past few months. So there's a bit of concern there that they may not be able to pump that much more oil anytime soon. Yeah, there is all that talk about how all these um, quotas are just numbers. Many of the members have been struggling to actually meet those quotas because of various reasons, capacity, lack of investments, manpower. So even though if they did raise the quota, we might not actually get more oil. So, But we are still seeing rising oil prices, Kunhao. How sustainable are these rising oil prices? Because it does come with a price tag uh, in terms of how it could drag on the economic recovery. Indeed. So, so pre-Russian invasion of Ukraine a week ago, uh, Brent was at the $90 handle. Last night, we topped 115 Very quick, not to sound alarmist, very scary move, obviously. Um, the big picture is this. Now, Russia is one of the top three oil producers in the world, together with US and Saudi Arabia, each producing about 10 million barrels each. And Russia exports about half of that. So, so the global energy demand is about 100 million barrels a day. 
So effectively, you know, close to around 5% of, you know, this so-called export from Russia, 5% of global energy supply is at risk. Now, we all know that, you know, the world is boycotting Russian oil for obvious reasons. To add on to that, shipping lanes are disrupted. You know, oil tanker rates have jumped. So it makes it very difficult, you know, for the Russian crude to, to get into the world and for the world to find alternatives. That's the, the first concern. The second concern is Western Europe takes about 40% of its energy needs from Russia through oil, through natural gas. Uh, this is a big dependency. No way you can diversify away over the short term. So, so this is what's driving oil prices higher uh, over the past week. And, and unfortunately, the move seems to have a bit of longevity in the next few months. Yeah, Kunal, what type of price targets are we looking at here? Because uh, we've seen prices go up over the past week alone, nearly 20%. And of course, uh, we've got Brent at around 115 and now WTI at 112. Where does it go from here? So, so when, when this invasion started, you know, we promptly upgraded our oil price to 110. And I thought this will last at least for the quarter. So uh-huh. the, the view was outdated in two days. It, it is a very swift move. The discussion now is how high can oil prices go before what you would call demand destruction comes in uh, to slow down economic growth and push oil prices down. Now, I, I won't want to hazard that, but obviously, if you look at the 2011 to 2014 period, oil prices are trading nearer to 120. So, so I think we will probably trade there. You know, that's a given because we're now at 115 anyway. Now, the bigger concern is this. Uh, the rest of the energy complex, whether it's natural gas, whether it's uh, electricity prices, whether it's coal prices, jet fuel, they've all went uh, ballistic or have jumped by more than a third over the past few days. This is unprecedented and this will obviously, as you say, have significant impact in the days and weeks and months ahead on our business costs and manufacturing costs, not just in Europe, but across the world. Mm. And Kuhal, something else that we've been watching very closely is what's happening to the US dollar. All the jitters seeing a lot of safe haven flows into the greenback. And overnight, we did hear from Fed Chair Jerome Powell talking about what's to come on the rate path expectations. And he seemed to dial back on at least play down expectations that we could see a 50 basis point hike. What do you take away from his speech and where does the US dollar go from here? And what tough um, impact will it have on the Sing dollar? Yep. So Jay Powell has dialed back on the March hikes from 50 to 25, but he's also uh, reinforced that there's a series of hikes coming. So that trajectory is clear. Uh, we're keeping to our view of 150 basis points across the year, and that's still a reasonable, confident uh, you know, expectation given the inflation fears. Now, for the dollar, there's two things. One is the rate hikes are coming for the Fed. That's supporting the yield differential. The second thing is basically, you know, the euro is, you know, the, the key casualty of this uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine because ECB is not going to hike anymore. Mm. Uh, and, you know, Europe may well have a growth problem. Germany may well slip into a technical recession. So, so by contrast, a weak euro also makes the dollar very strong. Uh, The third thing, if I I may add quickly, is that the sanctions on Russian banks uh, limiting their access to SWIFT also results in a tightening dollar liquidity uh, globally. So so 
everybody will want to ensure they have enough dollar liquidity and that keeps the dollar on the the uptick as well. So all this points to a stronger dollar. All right, that rush for dollars uh, really supporting its uh, recent strength. We've been chatting with Heng Kun Hao. He is the head of market strategy for UOB. Kun Hao, thank you for your time and we'll catch up again with you soon. Thank you, Ryan. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.